Uh, real quick, man. Do you got a second? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? I was just wanted to um, just jump into some Prince for a second, man. Like, I'm talking enough about Prince uh, with you sometimes. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, just last night out of the, out of the blue uh, or out of the purple, <laughs> I just uh, sat down and watched uh, <laughs> Sign of the Times for the thousandth of time. Yeah, I saw you had this. Man, you, you yeah, have the, I was, I was, the dark and the candles. Like, yeah, oh, man, I was just in the living room. I was chilling, just vibing. I was like, let me watch this movie. And um, something I don't think about doing, and, you know, I guess, I don't know if people do. You know, on the, a lot of these movies, there are alternate, there are different audio versions of the movies. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a 5.1, blah, blah, blah. Well, I normally never change any of that stuff because I don't think about it. But I happen to change it to the 2.0 version audio track and just because of the way my speakers i have two speakers um, you know i don't have a surround thing yet but i have two speakers mm -hmm. and i recently have risen my speakers i used to leave them down uh next to the tv like at the level the tv was but i have since raised them up i got these bookshelves so they're sitting like halfway up from the tv like in the middle so the sound is more elevated up off the ground, I guess. Total sound difference in my living room. And then changing that sound mix. It is insane the way that concert is mixed. I guess I was listening to the multi-channel version and it was doing certain things. But I guess because it, it cramming everything in the speakers. There's this bass. It sounds like a keyboard bass or something. Bass that, that Prince is playing in house. Uh, whoever's playing it in the housequake part that is mm -hmm. ridiculous like so deep i've never of all the years of watching this movie i've never heard that let alone felt it wait and, wait, wait what do yeah. you do with your speakers what do you do so i the only thing i did was i lifted my speakers i had my speakers up off the ground kind of lifted mm -hmm. up a little bit and in the audio setting of the disc i'm watching the you Blue went to Ray, 2.0 i went to 2.0 oh. and it was an immediate sound difference and this is the Japanese disc, right? This is the Japanese disc, yeah. And oh, this the whole concert was amazing. There's oh. things that you could hear before, but they were either just buried different ways. But there's so much cool playing of instruments in this mix. I can tell a lot of it. Prince went back and played over the audio concert, adding parts. But it's just amazing. And then like even uh, another one is at the gonna be a beautiful night and, and, and in housequake he's playing with these sound cheer uh, uh, crowd cheer effects like he has them saying stuff it, it's something he uses in later records like freaks on this side and all that but he's actually doing it in this and you can really kind of hear it on the gonna be a beautiful night and even at the end of the song which i never picked up on this performance when he says thank you and then he has the crowd say, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I never even heard that before. And I was like, wow, that obviously he added that to it. But there's all these chants you can hear throughout that performance. Some of them I can't tell what they're saying, and some of it is buried through. But there's a lot going on. My point is to say there's a lot going on in the audio of the Sign of Times movie that, for me, I just missed over all these years, so. Uh, and it just looks freaking brilliant, man. Like, I dialed oh. the colors up a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's just like, ugh. Presentation's amazing. Yeah, man.
it's just interesting to look at his concerts, even up to that point, and just see how far they kept going, you know, in terms of the production quality of the shows. And just, I was looking at a 1999 performance, and then I was looking at the Sign of Times, like, God, he, he was like awesome. He was a rock star, you know what I mean? He just really oh, presented yeah. it. Cause like when it just starts, it's just Sign of Times, and it's just him with the guitar. And I was like, okay, that was cool. And then, like, when they get to playing a sunshine, and they find, and the first time they kick those really like sun-colored lights come on, and you can see the stage, that is such a moment where it just reveals, like, and it's like play in the sun. I was like, wow, how many times they had to like practice that to like get that effect, you know? And just like he had to sit back and look at it, and, like, I wanted to just burst with light and present this new look. That I'm presenting. It's just, it's fascinating, man. It's like, God. As much as he's a musical genius, he was a fucking like visual artist, man. Like, uh, you already know all this, but you know, when you just see it, it's, it's incredible, man. Like, he mastered the art of concert performing, you know, staging. <clears throat> when I think of that tour and that film, especially, I go back to MTV Music. Was it, Music Awards that year? Yes, yeah. Where he comes out in the whole new gear mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, what the fuck? And they do Sign of the Times, and they just blow into playing the sunshine. I'm like, okay. We got something whole different from Girls and Boys last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's go. Let's get this on. And it's interesting, that performance, because at that point, I feel like the Sign of the Times tour and all that could have already been over we never got one well i mean in terms of what he had been doing overseas oh he, oh, he, oh he had already been doing this show so we just kind of got so i'm my point is to say it's interesting that he just said we're just going to do the beginning of the concert at mtv right like or do the sign of times part and then we'll do that where i was curious if there was any thought to be like let's do housequake slow love sequence or, or something you know either one of them would have blew our fucking heads off but uh it's interesting that he just said let's just do the beginning of the concert give them a taste of what that feel like you know you know i gotta admit now that i'm thinking about it i was a little pissed off that he didn't bring sign of the times here i was very pissed I mean, <laughs> and that's probably why i didn't see love sexy oh you didn't go see it no that's probably why i didn't go because wow. A friend of mine had tickets in Oakland, and I was here in Sacramento. And she's like, oh, I got tickets. I'm like, I ain't going. Fuck that. <laughs> I was just mad. You know, and I'm like, well, what the hell, man? Now, had I known what low sex he was going to be, <laughs> right, right. I'd have been the first one down there. <laughs> wow, that's heavy. Damn. I'm like, you can't break. I'm like, it's a double album, and you're not going to tour behind this? You know, I'm sitting in the theater watching the, you know, Silent Times movie. I'm like, this better not replace the tour, man. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Apparently it did. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I don't know why he chose not to. You know what? We should have asked Alan Leeds that. God damn it. Because he was we better, there. We better, we have to get him back on. Yeah, we got to get him back. <laughs> yeah, Eric, too. Eric, too. Because um, you know, why didn't they bring that here? I mean, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that's, you know... and. I want to really convey how that felt then because, you know, there was no internet. And of course, Prince don't be talking. He ain't saying nothing. <laughs> so no. you just went off of what you thought was going on and whatever little 
nuggets you got from articles in the press. And that was it. And you had to go by their music mm -hmm. and whatever and whatever he would write or say on the records, you know. Uh, that was yeah, that was a big you know, the other part is I'm watching that movie too, and I was remembering, I was like, this is at a time when Prince himself has been hearing the talk about him in terms of, oh, you lost your blackness or your music is pop. It's not funky no more. And this is him kind of being like, and, and he's been saying over when he does talk, he mentions these things, right? Like when he did the under the cherry moon interview, when they had uh, America and all that, he mentions yeah. that. Like, he's like, oh, that, this was my blackest record. What are you talking about? People were saying this, I'm not funky and da 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 So he's dealing with this, the word out in the streets that he kind of fell off a little bit, right? And then this is Sims' return to be like, okay, I've been giving y'all some way out stuff. I've been experimenting and I've been, you know, grabbing other things and influences and coming with different sounds. <clears throat> I'm going oh, to give y'all what you'll think you want, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, I'm still funky. What are y'all talking about? I remember, I'm remembering as I'm watching this, like, this is the mind, kind of the mindset of this prince right here. It's, it's kind of hard to think about it now, but he was dealing with some of that stuff back then. You know, why, why did he even make the Black Album, right? Because he's trying to say, like, nah, I'm still raw. I'm still... And the thing is, yeah, go ahead. you know, you mentioned this, and I go back to that time. I remember watching the, <coughs> the interview and that whole Around the World Day album. I'm like, okay, it's got the Sgt. Pepper vibe. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, for me, I'm going to get mail on this. I'm waiting for the blistering funk, and I'm not getting it. I'm like, okay, he's going a different direction. And then I see the America nine-minute performance. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay, good. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, well, no, you may have thought I didn't have this. Yeah, you thought I was slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Let me really, yeah, I mean, at that point. That's Let me remind you. <laughs> but it's almost was like he has to remind, you know what I mean? But the fact is I, he's in the mindset that he has to remind you. At least he feels like I got to really show y'all. Yeah, let me show you what, what's going on what's here. What's really popping. Don't play with me. That's what, that was the, don't play with me, Prince. That was that guy, dude. And so he was super funky and super raw in terms of musicality and everything he was doing. That's why I was looking at that. I was like, wow, this was quite the time in his career because this is after the superstardom of purple, you know, that whole pop thing. And he's almost mm -hmm. kind of going back to like, Okay, yeah, but I'll blow all you motherfuckers out. Don't play with me. And that's why I was like, this he was yeah, he was a savage at this period in terms of how the band has to be. The band has to be tight as fuck. Got to be. Because of coming off of the revolution and what people would think is, oh, y'all can't handle them. No, we have to blow that out of the water. And they play like that, like Eric Lee's. Levi, Sheila, like they're playing on a whole other level than what came before because they have to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the stakes were so high, mm -hmm. he couldn't just rest 
and be like, I can just play whatever the fuck I want. No, it's gotta be, you can, but it's gotta be on the super no questions asked level. And he rose to the occasion uh, and he's just killing it, killing it. And he's going from signing the times to playing the sunshine, which to me is like, okay, it harkens back to a little bit of like, let's go crazy vibe, you know, the rock kind of thing. And then jumps right into Housequake, which he didn't have that before in his wheelbarrow. No. Right? And I was like, whoa. And then and then just in terms of watching the film, then going right into a more traditional sounding R&B song, right? Like uh, Slow Love. It doesn't have all the and all the weird kind of print stuff. It's a more traditional soul type of performance and he kills it and i was just like wow and then every throw so the often, jazz and all that <clears throat> every so often you have to let you know because i remember you know when he took the stage at the at the american music awards in 85 that purple rain i'm like yeah okay okay two months later or a month later he comes back at the grammys and lets you know this is what's happening today blew up the stage at the grammys that year Blew it up, and he had people up. Grace Jones got up there and got her dance. I'm like, damn, that's what's happening. You know, so every so often you had to, you had to remind people. Now you mentioned the jazz, <clears throat> and back in '87, you know, there was no internet. Someone told me about Madhouse. I didn't know. And you're like, oh, this is Prince. Like, ah, oh, you don't know shit. And so I bought the LP. I'm like, I'm waiting to hear a vocal. There's no vocal. His name's at anywhere in the liner notes. I'm like. The only way you know it's Prince is from Paisley Park. I'm like, okay, okay, all right, fine. But I didn't know until I heard the second Madhouse album. I'm like, okay, that's Prince. <laughs> okay, you ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> when I saw the, what was it, 10, the single, I'm like, yeah, that's Prince. Right. <laughs> the, the, you know, the thing about the Madhouse albums for me, that's, those albums, I think why they're always so special to me, those are the albums that I studied and actually learned Prince's playing style. What? Yeah, I mean, because you always had the records and all of that, but, you know, you have to fight to hear against the, the actual songs, the singing and the melodies and, and all of that, harmonies. There's so much things going on, and so it's not an isolated sort of, examination of things with the madhouse you eliminate the mu you eliminate all the vocal stuff working and it's just purely the music that's when i started to learn i was like okay i know how he plays the bass or i know how he does because he's it's in these records and so going forward from that anything i heard after those records i could identify as prince immediately because i had been i studied those records like i knew every freaking note and i realized i could hear Oh, that's how he plays the drums. And then I could go back to the older stuff. I could call it out. Oh, yeah, that's Prince playing the drums because it's the same. Whoever, otherwise, it's the same person who's playing the drums on that first Madhouse record. It's a very distinctive style. And I could go back and hear some of the time stuff. And I could, ah, this is Prince because now I hear it in this. And that's how I started to really learn his style of playing. And that's why I... I could always call, oh yeah, that's Prince. I knew Prince got to be something. They got to do something to do with Prince. I can hear it. There's just a certain <laughs> certain feel that he had, you know, on the instruments and the timing 
This is oh okay. But yeah, it was the Madhouse records that for me were like okay. This you know, is I'm gonna okay. revisit those today. I think I'll do that. They're good, man. And you got the grid yeah. system to really sit down and and hear them good. Yeah, those are, those albums. Just, I would love a if a and I suppose a remaster could, could always help. That would be very interesting to hear those in even greater. <clears throat> Uh, you know, actually, now that we talk about this, I'm kind of surprised they weren't included in the Sign of the Time Super Deluxe. Yeah. Because it was the same time period. Or even just some of the tracks. Well, they, yeah. they put some of those, uh, the flesh tracks in there, I suppose. But yeah, mm. Madhouse, you would think, yes, yeah, specifically Madhouse. Would you put 10 on there and set the party off. I'm telling you, right? Yeah, man. That's the strong stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, Prince always always fascinating, man. Um, now, what do we think the next Super Deluxe will be? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's probably between the ones we always hearing about, Parade or uh, what was it, The Symbol or Diamonds and Pearls or something like that. I hope it's Parade. I would. Uh, I, that's what I wanted to be. What do you think? Well, the year 1986, there is so much music coming out of him. Mm -hmm. And that could easily warrant something the size of the Sign of the Times one because of everything that was going on. Yeah. You know, because I remember <clears throat> I'm sitting in my communications class in college and I got my Walkman. <laughs> and I, yes, I was goofing off. I admit that. And I have the 12 inch. Of another lover holding ahead, which I hadn't heard before. I just recorded it and put on, the, on my Walkman and split. And when they got to that horn section, I'm like, whoa, what is this? What, what is this? Mm -hmm. And so all the other stuff he was doing then, I'm like, yeah, we we need to get into all of that. There was a ton of music recorded in '85 and '86, so I I want it all. Yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, man, I might. Let me see. Since this thing, this ain't going on. No, YouTube can do whatever the hell we <laughs> want to do with the audio. But I don't want to spend a lot of time trying to search for what I wanted to find. You do have that set, the 1986 set, right? Which one is that? I don't. I think I want to say it was Big Ken. And edit that. <clears throat> Somebody turned me on this set of stuff. He his whole 1986 output. Hmm. From January to December, and there is so much. Oh, woo! Let me pull up on the on the bat computer here. I mean, there is so much music there. Hold on one second. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? If I can find my wire here real quick, I'm gonna play a little something. Yeah. Uh oh. We'll do a little audio reaction. This is this is going all our Patreon people here. So they'll enjoy this. Let me make sure this is working. Uh oh. Did you, did you hear that? Hi. Yeah. All right. So this is a version of this song which uh this is I could never take the place of your man. Uh, apparently there was a twelve inch that they were gonna do that never was released. So there exists a, they call it the 12-inch version of this song. And I'm surprised they didn't put this on the 
Super Deluxe. There we go. Feeling that so far? Because Hell yeah! <laughs> Even the drum, you can hear the drums are different, or the percussion is different. Breakdown. <laughs> yeah.
in a weird way, this reminds me of Little Red Corvette. Ooh, I can hear the, the same type of vibe. It's play different. It's more of an upfront rock take to it.
Lord. <clears throat> you use the word, and this is the perfect phrase, vibing out, man. I was just over here grooving, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was yeah. just into that one. Yeah, and we, we, we never got that one for whatever reasons. Obviously, there's a lot of reasons we don't get mm. songs, but even the stuff he holds back, man. Mm. Hot. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. So maybe maybe one day they'll put that out. Now, now I know Dwayne listens to these, so you maybe you can hit me up, sir. Did y'all ever go like, ah, maybe we'll leave that one off. Or something. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That one needs to go on. <laughs> that one definitely needs to go on the Super Deluxe. <sighs> yeah, it was amazing. But yeah, I mean, yeah, funky. <laughs> I like the, uh, and I'm curious if this was done after, you know, and this was like a remix that he did, or is this, and this just maybe contains elements that they didn't use in the final mix, you know, of their released, or did they go in, or did he go in and add like that, the ooh, baby, baby, baby. Does, you know, there's some female vocals. Or was that originally cut with the song, or that? Added? It was probably originally cut because you know, if you go back to the Prince of the Revolution live uh, VHS and album coming out, mm -hmm. um, when they do Computer Blue, there's stuff in there that wasn't heard until the hallway speech version. Right. True. So maybe something like that. That's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, man. Um, the guy's incredible. Understatement. <laughs> 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 it's so it's to the point now. There's so much I I forget. Like I'll be like I forgot about that song, or it's just there's so much material, and I'm still getting new stuff, which is just even more crazy. There's so much there, and you know, and I I'll say it again. I am incredibly envious of the people who get to go through that vault and listen and watch all this stuff. Oh, right. I do it for free. I would, <laughs> would, would love to do it and wouldn't complain. Yeah. I could be an intern there. Just let me just be in the room. Damn. <laughs> I have, um, there's a couple of reaction videos that are coming up that are, uh, one is Uncle Sam, uh, by Tevin Campbell and Prince and the comparison between that song and the dopamine rush because the, the, the dopamine rush is played in Uncle Sam that needs to come out so yeah so we got that coming up I'm just kind of looking at some of these song titles um, real quick I'm going to do this with you live with you on here I have this, I've been arguing with myself that the song I Hate You mm -hmm. is the basis for the song that uh, Silk Sonic has. <sighs> Last night, I woke up. And... Now, now I'm going to play a little bit. And hope... play, play yeah. Oops, hold on. Yeah, I'll play this in the background as I'm looking for what I'm looking for here. One second. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is that Silk Sonic? No, no. This is Apollonius. They, the same, and they bit Apollonius. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, they did not. <laughs> uh, okay, let's find this song. After that, you know what's interesting? I noticed some songs 
that I have in playlists are now not available to me. Um, Bruno Mars, interesting. See, I had this, they had the Silk Sonic listed under his name, but now that it's gone, so maybe they changed it to just Silk Sonic. That's how I noticed up oh, go ahead. on my thing, you know, when I downloaded it, uh, the high res version, it says Silk Sonic. Don't say Bruno. Well, they had it at least on Amazon. What am I using? Google Play or YouTube Music. They had it under his name as well. Actually, it's still under his name, but I think they must have redid it because the version that I had pulled into playlists is not available. I noticed some of my print stuff is not available anymore either, which I'm scared to go look and see why. Okay. So let's listen to this song. This is Silk Sonic. Now we'll get past this part here. <laughs> this is for players only right here. <laughs> it's just something about you. You just made me feel. <laughs> Was it good for you? Hey. Yeah, Morris. Now listen to this. Listen to the bass player. Smoking, they're doing their thing. Now, to me, like I said, maybe I'm tripping, but I hear I hate you in that. Like, no, you're not tripping, but I also hear, you know, that I think it's a Bootsy song. I'm on oh, yes. with you, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That that's, and Bruno does that in concert. Yes, that, that's so a, sure that's the easy part you hear, and yes. and and I hate you may be drawing from that too. It's exactly, quite possible. Exactly. So let's play a little bit. Let's play a little bit. It's a slower tone, a little bit. You have just accessed the hate experience. Almost the same with the female talking at the beginning, right? Was it good to you? Very well. Please enjoy your experience. The bass is almost the same. Oh, 
hold the build up. Bruno Park. I want to jump ahead to there. Both of them have these very similar kind of bridge yeah. kind of things going on. This court is now in session. Would the defendant please rise? State your name for the court. Never mind. You're being charged with one too many counts of heartbreaking in the first degree. I don't give a damn about the others. My main concern is you and me. Your Honor, Talk to him, Prince. may I call to the stand my one and only witness? A girl that know damn well she didn't have no damn business. I know what you did, how you did it, and uh, who you did it with. So you might as well think you'll die, cause you sure can't plead with her. Now raise your right hand, do you swear to tell the whole truth, not to have to, like you do, so help you God. Nod your head one time, if you hear me, if you don't, I'll have to use the rod. So you gotta use the rod. If it please the court, I'd like to have the defendant place her hands behind her back so I can tie her up tight. Showing her how good it used to be. <laughs> I want it to be so good. She falls back in love with me. Close your eyes. I like my man said, uh, <laughs> he was feeling it in the studio. <laughs> this reminds me. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> this reminds me if you go back to International Lover. Oh, yeah. That's that same vibe. Mm -hmm. This is your pilot prince speaking. Testifying. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And I want you to pump your hips like you used to. And baby, you better stay on the beat. Right. Did you do to you all the men the same things that you did to me? Right now, I hate you so much. I want to make love. I love this right here. Man, he's killing me right now. I love you. 
Okay, because you, you really can't it's come on. back, can't come back after that. So let me jump to their little middle part. Now they both take trips through sort of the vintage older R&B things oh, to yeah. get to the certain oh, point. Yeah. So this jumps into a different thing here, obviously. But we'll come back. On the wrong song. That's, That's why. The I, cut though. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh wait a minute, this is going. That's why I was like, what am I talking about? Here we go. Sorry about the way it's same kind of way I, I, i'm just half convinced that bruno and them was like this is their sly little sort of take on that like and, and of course <clears throat> it has the bootsy thing but whatever it is they seem to all come from the same musical school oh yeah it's, it's all the same yeah you know this reminds me of when bruno played at um the apollo on that cbs special mm. and at one point he broke it down he's talking to you know a fan that he met outside named mary 
Mm-hmm. And, he, and he broke it down. He's all, you know, Mary, I have to tell, tell about somebody, somebody else and I had to tell about you. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he picked up the phone yeah, and, he, yeah. and he dials the number. He's like, yeah, baby, I've met somebody else. And her name is Mary. And then the guys go behind him going to, I want to be with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. I love that. I think the last time we got that in mainstream music was probably uh, Alicia Keys. Um, yeah. And then she does that whole extended part. Is this Michael? Well, I, I, you always come into the coffee shop. Da, 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 da. But yeah, that's I love that type of stuff, man. I love her speaking voice. There's um, I don't know who did this. I don't even know how I got a hold of it. But there's something she did called like Dirty Harry. Did you hear this? <clears throat> Where she's like DJing over a bunch of slow classic soul jams. Oh, it's like, like a mixtape, okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, where did this come from? I don't even know how I got it. She does that. Um, I could probably find it. She's on, there's a Tupac one. <sighs> What's the name of it? I can't think. It was actually DJ Vlad. This is how I, this is how I remember Vlad from. He was a mix DJ. Oh, my But God, it was a, one of the parts in the, the mixtape. They have Alicia Keys come on. And she sings acapella, like one of the Tupac things. Then she she goes into it whatever it is. And matter of fact, the one that she goes into, it's a Prince thing. I have to find it now. Ah, Regan. It's a, they take a, I think they take I Was Your Girlfriend and they put Tupac over it. Wait a minute, this love. Let me find this now. I want to play this. Uh, Tip of my tongue, too, what this is. I'll find it. Yeah, we're just all over the place today. It's all good. We're having a good conversation. Let's see here. Here it is. Phenomenon 2 was the mixtape. I don't know if I have all of it. I didn't know Vlad did DJ stuff like that. Yeah, DJ Vlad. Dirty, so you said Dirty, Dirty Harry's on this. DJ Green Lantern. Yeah. So yeah, they were big mixed DJ. That's when mixtapes were really popping. Let's see if this is it. Oh, wait. This is it. I'm not happy here. Yeah, here we go. And I can't get away. I'm not happy here. Can you feel me? So much pressure in the air. Yeah. And I can't get away. I'm not happy here. What's up, y'all? This is Alicia Keys. And this is Rap Phenomenon. We doing it for one of the greatest that ever done it. That's Tupac. And you rocking with DJ Dirty Harry, Green Lantern, and DJ Vlad. Let's go. Can you tell me, baby, are you lonely? Do you I can help you if you only? Let me touch it from wrong, love, tell me. Cause I get caught up in the life I live as hell, see? I never thought I'd see the day when I would calm down. You ain't heard I've been on the clown and get around. That's my word, see you walking and you're looking good. Yes, and me, got a body like a sex fiend. You're killing me with your attitude to match my. Don't be phony, cause I hate it when you act like. You don't know me, I've been stressing in the spotlight. I want the fame, but the industry's a lot like. A crap game, ain't no time for commitment. I gotta go, can't be with you every minute, miss. Another show, and even though I'm known for my one night stand, look here, I wanna be an honest man, but temptation's going. People always talking about. Hey. Give him the finger. 
All right, I'm sorry to play that, but yeah, man. Go check out, uh, yeah, I think it's called Rap Phenomenon 2. It's great. It's just a pure Tupac mixtape with Pac over others. This is probably in the early 2000s, I think. But it was some good <clears throat> stuff. And Pac was always a big, he's a big Prince fan. Yeah, yeah, I did know that. Um, he's got some unreleased stuff where he's rapping over some. Actually, this is one that he's rapping over. He's rapping over this song again, but it's taken from the Silent Times movie. Um, like he's actually rapping over it as opposed to this was just put together. Um, he's got some obscures. And then he's got like a song called P- Pac's Life. I don't know if you ever heard that. It's pop, it's pop life. Oh, he does, oh, he does okay. it. Pox life. I don't think, I don't think the original version was ever released. There is a version of Pox life that's released, but it is stripped of the Prince st- stuff, probably for you know, copyright or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the original one, you know, it's okay, but yeah, he was a big Prince fan, even the way he wrote. He would write it. It would look like you could, like Prince had wrote it or something. But it was Tupac. Like he was so much into that stuff. Um, anyway, yeah, 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 man. Um, you can hear. Uh, at least I, I, I hear Prince in a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of cats are influenced by him. You know, and thing is, that's good because it inspires people to, you know be that creative and get that get that out of them you know pick up that mm-hmm. that instrument do what you do and just let it rip yeah i'm gonna play one more uh one more here yeah somebody sent this to me recently and i'm sorry i don't remember who that was <laughs> D'Angelo in the Vanguard. She's always in my head. Man, he, I love D'Angelo. He was always in a pocket, man. Like, Maybe I'll 
I wonder if there's a kiss. I don't think so. I don't think Jesse recorded with D'Angelo. I know he toured with him. This is a band setting. This so this is some kind of this is actually yeah, this is a, from the Spotify session. So maybe they did like a oh, special Spotify okay, show. Oh, corrected. Yeah, but I don't you know I don't know if he was in the show at that point or not. But he was definitely with them, so it could be. And just as a my usual thing, fuck Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. But uh, yeah, you know. Uh, D'Angelo with in terms of Prince. Oh, there, there's a picture that just came out. I guess one of the Dave Chappelle performances before the attack thing, uh, D'Angelo opened one of the shows recently. And it was there's a picture out with D'Angelo, Jesse, Raphael Sadiq, mm-hmm. and uh Quest Love uh, were among the people in the band. And Shelby J was also in the band too. And I was just like, man, that would be at this time. At 2022 or next year, I would love, even if it was just a handful of shows, if those guys went on the road and finally just did it, it would be amazing, man, because there's so much they can all draw from, you know, like they're, all of them have hits. Uh, All of them are great musicians. All of them, uh, in my opinion, are the children of Prince. Like they're, you know what I mean? Like they all yeah. come from that branch. They've all know his stuff. They've you can hear among all the other stuff that they know, but they also, you know, and there's and there's different generations here. There's, you know, Jesse is the, you know, straight from the source touch, right? Like he was there uh during the early years. He put it down. And then you have Quest. Actually, no, then you go to Raphael Sadiq, which is the bridge between, you know, he obviously was played with Prince and them as well, Sheila, and then went to start his own thing. And then in the midst of the New Jack Swing era, you know, holding up the flag for, you know, musicianship and bands. So he's sort of the the the, the bridge between the older style, you know, black music, and then hip hop. And he was able to play in the hip hop production style, but 
you know, 2020 was known for, they were always reaching. 2020 Tony is doing with the Silk Sonic and all them doing today. It's the exact same thing. 2020 Tony's records are always drenched in older style R&B soul music, and they were just doing it for today's. They would throw in break beats and hip hop sort of production tactics, but they were a band. So they're doing the exact same thing Silk Sonic did today. They just weren't on a major label. <laughs> and they weren't pop stars. But it's the same thing. Then, uh, Quest is that hip-hop kid who is, you know, raised to understand the older music and is a musician, but, but is basically playing the breakbeats of hip-hop. He's just playing them live. And that was their yeah, thing. Like they yeah. were a hip hop band. They can do what you hear on the record. They're doing it a lot. So they, you know, I mean, they were the other bridge of that. But he was after Sadiq. He was more entrenched in it. Little did we know he was also a massive Prince Head disciple. Then, of course, here comes D'Angelo. And D'Angelo is the Prince disciple. He's obviously hip hop. The, the, the Marvin Gaye, Sly. But he's also being helped by Raphael Sadiq gives him his first or second big hit was Lady. That's Raphael Sadiq's song. And Raphael's from that bridge. Little do we know, D'Angelo's drenched in Prince. <laughs> he's the young kid looking up to those older generation dudes, and he wants to be that. And he's, but he's super talented. And so now the fact that they've all had their runs and their ups and downs if they're still together after all this time, this would be a perfect, it would be a great-ass show they could put on. Again, they got, and then Shelby J comes from that, so she's back now with D'Angelo. And of course, she was with Prince for many years. So you can just see the whole sort of lineage of it and the effects of it, and the effects of Prince on it. Um, and so yeah, I would love to see them play. I would love to see them, even, you know, Eagles aside or whatever, if they just all got in the studio and said, man, well, let's just go in the studio for a week and whatever comes out is what it is. And whatever we play, it's whatever we play. Like, it doesn't have to be, we don't have to sit here and try to make big hits or just do whatever we want to do, man. It'll be, it, I just think it would sound so tight and I'm sure at some point in there, there'd just be hours that are going to be spent on just running through the Prince catalog. <laughs> playing it but with these guys playing it it would just be dope like we and it would be great i think it would be great for the soul as us as the listeners to even be able to hear that to hear jesse get his shine with these young boys who obviously have so much respect for him and are influenced by him and they want you know that's why he's there to, to mentor and to, sh to just sharpen them up and stuff it would be great to have him go through his music with them cats backing him up that would be dope, man. Like if they just covered Jesse's shit. You know how that how dope that would probably was? Can you help me? Imagine them motherfuckers playing that. That would be hey, cold. You are <laughs> preaching to the choir here. You know, and that's you know, that's something that's missing in music today. You know, with all these knuckleheads and these business people running the labels. You can't just do that anymore. You know, because some back in the day, somebody would have said, you know, let's just do this. Let's do a little one-off album, a little something that we want to do. And if people dig it, great. If they don't, that's okay, too. But we want to do this. Yeah. And just let them go out there and do it. 
do a couple of shows back in the 80s, <clears throat> in the early, early, or mid-80s, Sammy Hagar was doing whatever he was doing, and he called up Neil Sean and said, let's do a couple of shows. And so they did a couple of shows together, released a little album, and the peep, the fans dug it, but it's like a little something they did just on the slide. You know, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. And you've got this group here of immense talent. So much they fellas, like you said, let's take a week, put something down, or we record the shows we play at and just see what we get. We just play. Does everybody yeah. do, do their thing? Yeah, yeah man. This, uh, it would be, it would be, and you know, there's always a lane. There's always an audience for this type of stuff. Oh, God, and, yes. And particularly in today's world. I mean, like, it's, it's a, again, no slight to, to, to Bruno and, and uh, Anderson Pack. They're doing exactly what we wanted D'Angelo, Raphael, and Quest that they had, and then uh, Shahid Muhammad from Tribe, what they had said they were going to do was going to be, how was the name of that band? Um, it ends up being the band that, uh, God damn it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the band that Raphael had with Ali Shahid Muhammad and, and Don from? Uh, oh, Lucy Pearl. Yeah, Lucy Pearl were originally going to be Raphael, D'Angelo, Questlove, Ali Shahid Muhammad. Whoa. Remember when they went on the Chris Rock show? They oh, called yeah. them Lucy Pearl. Remember? Oh, yeah. So that was, so, and that's all Silk Sonic. To me, it's, they, they, you know, these guys that are hitting today, musicians, and they just, we're going to do a soul record. And make it, you know, and really just give our respect to it. Imagine those cats, they would blow. I mean, like I said, no disrespect to leave the head open. Those are hit songs. I mean, that's the no brainers. But there's just a certain vibe and feeling that these cats got when they play. They just don't, you know, they don't have the pop hits, but this shit is ridiculous. And I even throw in if you really wanted to make it a super, super group and if you could leave egos out. They get Maxwell to be a part of it too, <laughs> just to add that silky, ridiculous butter soul vocal. Oh man! Actually, you know, I'm just talking shit real quick. Maxwell, it, it, this could be a record again. Maxwell, D'Angelo, Raphael Sadiq, Stokely, and Anthony Anderson. And then, if it was up to my fantasy world. I'm going to throw a name. Most of you are not going to recognize, but Latoya. Uh, what's her name? Latoya Jackson. Is it Latoya Jackson? No. Not, not the Latoya Jackson. You think. <laughs> the lady here. Let me go. While I'm looking it up, go ahead and say what you're going to say. Yeah, I think you're onto something with this. Simply because in today's climate, everything is producer-driven, prepackaged bullshit. And if you get a group of musicians, hey, man, let's just play. Go out there and play what we like, some songs we did growing up, and just play it. You know, because, again, back in the olden days, God, I'm old. You know, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Hendrix did it with the Band of Gypsies. Uh, Clapton did it with Derek and the Dominoes. A lot of people do these, like, one-off things and just play together mm-hmm. and see what happens. And we're not getting that anymore because the whole American Idol model is fucking up the whole program. Yeah, I said it. You know, if these cats would just... Someone needs to make a call. Hey, let's go play with so-and-so. Okay. And just play, because that's what, that's what musicians do. That's how they communicate. 
I mean, Mike, you know this. You're a musician. You, you pick up your instrument. You sit down with someone else, pick up their instrument, yeah, and you, you just, just vibe talk. Out. Yeah, just, you just yeah. vibe out and talk through your instrument. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you land on a common ground and just, hey, let's just grow on this. Boom. Because you know, I remember somebody, I think it was, I think it was, um, uh, I know, I, I take my, it was Michael Bland who told us that, you know, Prince had run on Eddie Van Halen. I would have loved to have seen that develop into something. Right. You know, yeah, let's, yeah, just, yeah. let's just play. Okay. This is you know, the like other. he did with uh, Dave Grohl. Let's just go somewhere and play. Let's get it down. Yeah. Here's the other female I would throw in there. I would throw a female vocalist, this lady right here. Oh, yeah, she sounds great. <laughs> I never said that she had a heart for the world to see. I didn't think that you could know. I can't recall as she, me, she was the she was the hood Bonnie. <laughs> I didn't think Bonnie boy, that the hood Rosie. Know. No one could ever persuade me one. sound like that sounds that sound like some silks <laughs> you can definitely hear snoop jumping in but yeah she was uh latoya williams she was with um originally started with snoop when he started his label and he had put out his compilation album she had that song and she's been spotlight she's got songs she's been on a lot of people like she said stuff with jay-z they just weren't like big hits but she was kind of like kind of becoming the go-to for a second there and then she just kind of disappeared and she's just kind of in the independent world now, but I always thought that she was uh, a great vocalist. Now I've heard other records. I think some people would say she sounds like, or they sound very similar as Fantasia. Kind of sounds like that, I guess. But uh, I, I like that type of a female vocalist too. But She had a bit of a Macy Gray vibe to me. I could hear a little bit of that. I can see you say that. Um. But yeah, just like I said, those brothers, all of them cats were to get together, man, and just do something. I think it would be phenomenal. I would love if they did a, because I'm a Prince fan, if they did a tribute Prince record, man. And we're just all them cats, authentic like that. I, like I said, whether or not it's a big seller or not, that ain't even the, the, the point it's no more. The issue. Yeah, it's just, it's it would be dope. And then I'm sure, like I said, if they just did some shows, they'd be sold out immediately. There would be no question about it. Like, you know, one thing I'm mad I missed was Michelle and Dege Ocello mm. in Oakland, gosh, several years ago, mm -hmm. did a tribute to Prince. Yeah, I remember that. I would have loved to have seen that. I remember she that. She just did it. She says, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. I'm like, yeah. cool. And it was dope. Some of, her, some of her versions were actually really dope. Like, I, I have a recording of some of that. That's good. Yeah, man. But anyway, yeah, let's get back to the musicians doing what they do, man, and featuring that instead of, well, let's vote somebody off because they can't see what the soundtrack. Fuck that. I hate them shows. 
I hate all them fucking shows. Yeah, I haven't watched those in, since exactly. when it originally first came out. And I only liked watching the the bad people. I didn't, you know what I mean? God would just oh, watch Oh, my man. Them. She bang. She bang. <laughs> I'm looking well, at that one brother. Don't you? No. Was he? Hey, hey, hey. Baby, I got your money. Remember that cat? I'm not going to sit here and try to find. He was a fool. I can't think of it. But he went in there singing that. He was like an original sort of viral type dude. See, now I'm sitting here trying to find it. Baby, I got your money. But it was, what's that name of that show again? Oh, God. The original one? American Idol? American Idol. Let me see if it come up. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> Leroy Wells. Oh, not Leroy. <laughs> Lord, you have to see it too, but. Let me pull this up. The thing is, as I, cl- I would clown this back then, he is the rap star today, though, which is very interesting as I, as I hear him talk now. Listen to this. If you. Now you can't see him, but he's dancing a jig in the streets. Oh boy! If he wore a Bronx t-shirt, yes, he's Bobby Smurda. He's all of what's popping now. Look at boy, American Idol is a fool. Look at him; he's just carrying it on. Oh Lord! Wow! Doing flips, literally. Can you dig? Wild through the streets too. Hey Leroy, what's up? Can you dig? <laughs> it's this way right here, baby. Hey, come on up. Where you going, dog? Oh no, I'm trying to see the tape. Yeah. 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 He's doing Michael oh, Jackson. Oh yeah. So that Michael Jackson. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. Wait, hey, hey, slow down, slow down, slow down. Why don't you introduce us? What's your name? Okay, my name is Leroy Wills, and uh, I sell blades and paint for a living in the chip, y'all. Huh? Oh, your guy is up there. Did you see that? Yeah, I see Gene up there. Gene is up there. Oh, God. <laughs> Leroy, you got you to start. Oh. Yeah. I sell blades and paint. Sand blades and paint? Yes, sir. What? Sand blades and paint what? It's shrimp, boat. It's the bottle of You know what Oh, it's a shrimp, but it's, it's real slow, like. Huh? It's country, and we we ain't making no money, so y'all need to put me on TV. Can you dig it? We can dig it. Wait a minute, dog, dog. Wait, come back. Dog, dog. So, so uh, you... I play the drums, the keyboard, anything. I'm a musician, you feel me? But see, I got to tag, get y'all crunk so y'all can feel me. Yo, man, but we need to get crunk no, like this. No, I didn't. Look, look, see. White uh, teeth. White you teeth. You got your crunk. Put your crunk here. Look at that. Nigga, that hit that crunk. Oh, those aren't your teeth. Oh, he got his crunk though. Hey, hey, hey. Baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. Hey, can't you dig it? Baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. Hey, hey. Baby, I got your money. Simon Cowell's the only one not with the fucker. I don't blame him. Look I can't at, take it anymore. Uh, nah, I can't. You, you can't take it anymore. And they don't say, thank you, G, cause you gotta put Jesus first. If uh, you don't, you ain't gonna do nothing. Tell Simon Kyle he's gotta put Jesus first. Simon 
Simon, you don't put Jennifer. No, Simon's over here. Wait. He's <laughs> right there. You don't put Jennifer. Something wrong with you. Now, can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't take anymore. That's why I hate shows like this. Now, <laughs> that's why. The thing is, he is the rap star today. Isn't that funny how they were laughing at him ten. back then? This is where it is. He's Cardi. He is, uh, what's the, the black dude with the uh, grill? He sounds like him. What's that? He was a rapper and he's always been out of trouble. Oh, he's got the kind of buckwheat hair when he originally came in. <laughs> I was keeping the buckwheat. He's that dude. <laughs> he's the baby. Yep. He's all of that. But but how we 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 clowned that? That was only a few years ago. Now we'll now. <laughs> now we'll argue you that you're wrong to even look down at. Like not that they look just to take that I serious. I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> and even it's funny you hear uh, Gene Simmons at first he's going along with then he says I, I can't I can't take any more of this shit. Like, <laughs> this is some bullshit. Uh, yeah, we're laughing at this kid, but come on, man. See, but that's now, why these shows suck, man, because they just they take people who have no let's keep it a buck have no discernible talent whatsoever and put them on these shows, laugh at them. And like, come on, man. If you're going to yeah. do something, you know, with people and musicians, then do it. This is bullshit. This is, the, this is today. They, they, and now that's why I say they're really laughing at you, not with you. Yes, And they, they, just, they just realize we can make some money off of this shit. And maybe they're like, hey, it's better to have this clown up there because he's not going to probably own nothing and nope. he'll self-destruct after a while and we'll yep. make money. And we can and replace a, him. Yeah, get yep. another one, man. But yeah. And he ain't got no talent. None. His talent was just acting a clown. That's essentially His personality. See, this is the... His personality was the talent, not his rapping. It was just because he was funny. He's a, it makes you feel good. He's laughable. That's the talent. The same way today. They don't really have the talent. It's their personalities are what's popping. It's just funny. I, I, I forgot all about that, man. Wow, this was this was a prophecy. <laughs> Shit, that he could come out now and probably clean garbage. Up. You're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey. Oh, not that. <laughs> not that. Don't bring that back. Oh. Oh. How we hey, went? Hey, yeah. Hey, how hey, we hey. went from the music we were just laying and then went to this. Damn, it's a diff it's a big it's a big difference. It's a big difference. But you know, each generation has their thing. So, you know. Yeah, I guess that one has no talent in their thing. Yeah. No bullshit. Man, I think we've exhausted ourselves Ooh. today. That was bad. I mean, we went from one vibe <laughs> to crap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess, the, the, you know, that's why we got to keep doing what we do, man. Yes. Got to yes. keep shining the light on the good stuff and let people know that. Well, South Randy, in America. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, man. But uh, with that said, man, good conversation. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get up out of here, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, it's just a Saturday afternoon talk you know, about the stuff that we like and don't like. <laughs> 
Yeah, All right. That's talent and there's bullshit. <laughs> well, that was bull